from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Good morning. A former New York Knicks player, 23-year-old Chris Stapps of Porzingis, unequivocally denies a rape allegation. A subway crime is back. Could be a real problem. We'll talk about it. And an accused Upper East Side face licker arrested. Joining me now, Mandy Stapmiller. Hey, Mandy. News horror, Mandy yeah, Stapmiller. How, how many women did the face licker lick? I think he. Uh, it only takes one woman to get arrested for face licking. Right. So yeah. only one that I know of, and that was up at 65th and uh, around around First Avenue, I believe. I was turning it into a uh, woodchucker, woodchuck wood. You know, I, no, I get cadence. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, what it reminded me of was the old uh, Tootsie Pops commercial, how many right. licks it take to get to the center of a woman when she's asleep in bed. It was uh, in her apartment, and the guy let himself in through a uh, well, an unlocked door. He broke in through an, an unlocked door. You got to be careful and lock your door, you know? I mean, I'm not. this is not to blame the victim or anything like that. I mean, you shouldn't a friend of mine, lick people's faces in the middle of the night, whether they have their door locked or not. But that definitely sends a signal that you don't want your face licked. A friend of mine once commented that it was a uh, white girl thing to leave <laughs> the door <laughs> unlocked. Well, you know, that may be true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you, what do you, what do you think? That, is that a... Uh, does that does that make sense? I guess if you if you live in an, in an area now, I, I mean I don't know. I mean I don't mean to generalize about where people right. live or anything like that. But uh, then, you know if you well, I think, I think if you live in a high crime area, you might be more likely to lock your door. Yeah, I think it's also a little bit of a naive optimism. Oh right, it's almost racist to lock your door. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. Just thinking that uh, the world is different than it is. Really thinking it, not trying to prove it. Well, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I'm not trying to score uh, virtue signaling points here oh, by, no, by, by, say, by saying this, but obviously, if you are a person of color, you've historically experienced a lot worse things than, you know. Someone being... licking your face in the middle of the night? Uh, no, no. I mean, I don't even know. I just was. I know, <laughs> I get what you're trying to do. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just explaining. You're trying the... to white splain to me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that it's. Uh, now, they, they wanted $200,000 bail. Now they want. or and they got, The judge cut that down to $100,000. I wonder if it makes a big difference. I, I could just. I could probably come up with those two amounts and with about the same success, I think. <laughs> Uh, but I guess it's uh, it's they pay a tenth of that or whatever. There's a bondsman. I really don't know. Well, it's a question of if that guy has a licky day fund, too. <laughs> a licky day fund? Yeah. That's something that he's put aside uh-huh, for exactly. ju- just in case of a licky day. It's certainly, right. it's not his first arrest. No. Uh, yeah, and the guy's name is uh, what, Slee uh, Kolonovic. What would that be? Could be a lot of things, right? Could it be Polish or? Yeah, it sounds it sounds different than Dixon, though. No, yeah, Dixon. Yeah. I'm Pat Dixon. It sounds different from Statmiller. You're the only Statmiller that I've ever met. Yeah, it sounds made up, frankly. It is made up. It's your stage name. It's my stage name. Well, this guy's stage name. His lick name is Salih Kolonovic. Hey, did uh, you just say his lick name? Yeah, it's amazing. Two hundred thousand dollars bail. The prosecutor uh, called the crime disturbing. There's also an order of protection for the alleged victim. Um, Thank God. The order is lock your door. <laughs> <laughs> order of protection. Keep your door locked. Now, I don't know uh, if that's... uh, I've taken to leaving the door unlocked uh, occasionally, you know, every once in a while. Uh, Sometimes I fake lock it. Now, yes, I've done that to, before too. Why? Why would anybody bother to fake lock? You don't want people to just see you walk I out and leave it. But that is just how 
batshit insane the two of us are. Uh, no, I've heard of other people doing it. Well, I don't know if I've heard of other people doing it, but one time I tweeted something about fake locking my mm-hmm. door, and it got a lot of likes. Right. So I figure that means people do what I'm talking about. Well, because you never know the, what do they say, one out of 100 people who are psychopaths, that they might be like filing away, indexing that bit of information that mm-hmm. they see you, or they might even be naive and mentioned to their nephew, who they don't know is a criminal mastermind. You know, funny story, Greg. I noticed that the the neighbor this morning didn't lock their door. He kind of fake ass locked it. In fact, oh, yeah. you mean with that? Oh, I see. And if then you don't, it but you gets fake, out. But why not just lock it? I guess is my question. Why? Why? If you're going to bother to fake lock it, you know, then well, it's just I like think, you don't want it actually locked. This for some is reason. why is because when you fake lock it, it means that you weren't going to do anything, but then you notice that somebody was watching, and then so that's when you had to do the gesture of the fake out. I mean, I think a fake locks huh. looks different than a real lock if there's if oh. there's kind of a Unless hesitation you're just very good with object work it's going to look a little bit different <laughs> right yeah. and so, but but I, I wouldn't do it if anybody was watching well this i, is used, when you're, to, I used to do it really like, make per- sure this makes sense to people because uh-huh. like in, in her case she would be inside and nobody would see her fake lock her door but we would fake lock it on the way out right. to do something where you're going to be out for just a second mm-hmm. and you're going oh well, i better like uh, fake lock it because who knows if somebody's watching if i actually saw somebody watching i'd lock it oh I fake locked it when I saw someone watching. And you and you left the apartment open, great. Yeah, I did it really performatively though. Oh right. Or, and if, Darn and this if, lock, do you, I can't get Do you it know to what turn. I used to do when I lived alone? I used to say, Well, I'll be back in a little bit, Sal, or you know, whatever. Yeah, Pull your, a name out your, of your fake roommate, Sal. Yes, I got into heavy improv work. Man. And and, and all Don't, that just to not lock the door. It doesn't make any sense. Calm down now, Samuel. No, please. Don't let your temper get the better of you. Samuel. Oh, you have this ill tempered now yes. fake roommate who yes. calm down now. I know you're having a flashback to your time in the uh, SEALs, but... Just cleaning your gun, eh? Okay. <laughs> hmm. Right, exactly. Now I see what you mean. Yeah, you see, get there's it. an ill-tempered... Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see. I can. Uh, I like your signals that the conversation, uh, that part of the conversation's done. Oh, I was just yes. thinking yes. that the yes. Verrazano toll is up to $19 because it, I listened to that story that on 1010 10 Win don't, why, again don't and again. Don't talk about 1010 10 Wins again and again. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I just said 1010 10 Win once. Well, well, you listened to the story again and again. I listened to the story now, again. Again and again, it, and it had a kind of hypnotic effect. Verrazano Bridge, $19. Verrazano Bridge, $19. How do you feel about congestion pricing? I think it is not fair to do that, but I you, guess you, I've you, never been a city planner, so I guess you do what you got to do. They subsidize the public transportation with the people who are actually you know, not uh, taking advantage of it. Yeah. Seems a little weird. It's like when you charge people school tax. If you own property, then you pay for the schools. I don't have any fucking kids. I don't own any property, so it's not really my... Uh, thing but like i don't know if that's fair I, I, there's a lot of people do, i suppose if, if more if, if you're having better schools it's supposed to be a better world better you know everything but like at the same time you're not directly benefiting from that so it seems a little uh i, I am very interested in how much i don't know about how the city funds things like every once in a while you get a cab driver who's kind of like a you know cab driver fair truther who wants to tell you all of the tricks about how they're bilking guys like him out of money. Oh, man. Especially because they're having to compete with Uber and just ask sometime how the uh, fare breakdown 
works to mm-hmm. a cab driver who seems like he wants to get a load off his chest. Oh, I I don't want to any any cab driver with a load on his chest. I'm going to go ahead and wait for the next cab. Oh, that's really? why more people are that's, that's why more I people are using them. Uber. Wait for a guy with a load on his chest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they're around, I'm sure. I uh, whenever I talk to a cab driver, I'm always big on how like man Uber, huh? You know, like I, I always try to like uh, get get them on your side. Yeah, well, I just want to want to let them know that you know they have. I, I think that New York City should elephant have elephant in the room should have a lot of cabs. I like New York City having a lot of cabs, and Uber has cut into that. And there's been, I mean, it's literally, you know, reduced the number of cab drivers uh, because of the suicides. You know, got cab drivers killing themselves because they can't make a living anymore. I didn't know that. Is that yeah, true? That's absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah, they're jumping off of bridges and stuff. It was a uh, Starting to catch on is a bit of a thing. Yeah, suicide contagion is 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 dead real. Same with uh, sh- uh, school shooting contagion. There ought to be media compliance with that. I, that's something I feel strongly about. Maybe they should stop covering these things, and then it wouldn't be so contagious. But I don't know if it's so much that it's like I don't. I don't well, in terms of giving all the notoriety and things, but you can attribute it to. Um, you know, and clearly it's gotten a lot of notoriety as you yeah. didn't know anything about it. Uh, but it has, uh, oh. <laughs> it has like, uh, also the, it, there's a truth to it, you know, that, that it sucks for them more now. Like, look, if you got a medallion a few years ago, then you paid a million dollars for it or something like that. Maybe, you know, I don't, <laughs> so these medallions, I, I'm trying to remember how much they cost. It used to be a lot less. The guys would chip in sometimes, you know. They would they would mutually own a medallion. That cab would be going 24 hours a day, two 12-hour shifts. They both own the medallion. And, you know, it takes a toll on a car. It's a lot of servicing. You have to pay the medallion. And then if you can't even pay your, you know, pay off the medallion, you're, you're just upside down in it really quick. Medallions aren't selling for as much. I didn't even know what the hell a medallion was, you know, before everything, I came here. Everything I know about medallions, I know from the smash HBO critically acclaimed series. Okay, thanks the for The Night this. Of. Love all the adjectives, yes. So the Night Of included a, a medallion. Yeah, there was some details about the cost of the medallion, if I remember correctly. Well, I, was, there a, was there a cab driver suicide in that? That was the one with uh, the I know. murder. They were, yeah, there was, he, he drove the cab and then some girl got in thinking he was a cab driver and then she got murdered and he got pinned for it. Here's a little fun fact about a New York media figure who once worked as a cab driver, Richard Johnson. Oh, no the kidding. The highest paid man in page six. correct uh, media. Uh, or he was at one time still up there, I'm sure, in gossip. And yeah, he once worked as a cabbie. So there's your... Oh, that's the fact. That's the whole fact. <laughs> that's the entirety of the fact. Uh, no, you it's a good s- way to make a living. Not a lot of white cab drivers anymore. You know, when I came to tour the New York City, uh, one of the first times I was here, I went to the Empire State Building, and they have a, a tour, an audio tour. You listen to it, and it's in the voice of like what they consider to be a standard New Yorker, yeah, someone who is a New York, uh, you know, caricature, mm-hmm. and it's a it's Tony the cab driver. Oh, that's funny. Oh, looking around, looking around up here, you can really <laughs> see it all, you know, and that kind of shit. And uh, now it would be, you know, obviously someone who's like. Uh, doesn't uh, necessarily speak Ahmed. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Ahmed Muhammad uh, Muhammad. The well, I prefer is... non-white cab drivers. Because... Oh, non non-American even. Yes. 
Really? Why? I don't know. I just I just wanted to make sure they got a lot of loads on their chest. Huh? I just didn't want I just didn't want you to seem racist. So oh, no. I just tried to <laughs> get in because uh, your just, preference makes me not racist. Yeah, but just the observation that there aren't a lot of white cab drivers. I think whenever there aren't any, a lot of white I think cab whenever drivers. anything is observed about race. It just, you know, makes me yeah, that's incredibly scared to just talk about race the, whatsoever. The world today, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there would be more white cab drivers if there were more whites who would work for a living and get a job, you know. But they're all walking around being lazy and shit, you know, with white people problems. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's not, uh, It's that's not necessarily a thing. Uh, I'm just trying to remember now and make a note. Edit out. Bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the stereotype now. I want to mention two really quick uh, news stories. One is that there is a kind of snot-nosed kid. Sorry, snot-nosed kid. I'm a snot-nosed kid means he's like, we're not on his side. Well, that was my impression just because he's a kid who kept, uh, he was profiled by CNBC. I saw it when I was looking through New York stories in this morning. Profiling and he has the, no, he has the, no, he's the, um, he looks like the Ken Ball, uh, Ken, uh, Ken, Doll? Yeah, Ken Doll with the little man bun. He, he looks like a caricature of, of that. And he was being profiled because he had the hottest new dinner club in his dorm room. Oh, I see. Yes. Hottest new dinner club. Is this in New York City? Yeah. Where? I want to go to this dinner club. It's in his... Well, it's the hottest one. Yes. Is he cooking for people? He is. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and so, it's a very small space. How has this happened? That you can... Now, that people are bringing people into their apartments now. They, they I guess it's like everything's a hustle, isn't it? You know, like I pay this much for this place. I got to find a way to turn a dollar on it. Well, I also think it's... I think it's um, a media origin story. I mean, I, I... I went to a hairdresser who cut hair in her apartment and... I remember pitching it at the post as this hairdresser is harder to get into than Harvard because you need to be recommended by someone. But in reality, it really wasn't, right? It was just me trying to sell it. And so I, I think that a story like that becomes, it results out of a, a news producer's son is a student at this thing and says, yeah, Bobby has been calling these things dinner parties and inviting a bunch of people in the dorm and the RA has been threatening to kick him out. Well, a dinner party is one thing. You're talking about, like, this is a... Uh, yeah. Th this guy is, like, a restaurant. Yeah, and then the producer hears his son and says, oh, maybe I could call that the hottest new dinner party oh, in I New see. York. Yeah, I mean, it's... Wait, wait, did you say dinner party to begin with? Yeah, dinner party, yeah. Oh, my God, okay. I thought you were... For some reason, oh. I thought what you were talking about was this, like, the hottest, like, and go there oh, and, like, yeah, no, make I a think, reservation or some shit. Right, no, I think you need to score some kind of a hookup to... But this woman was cutting hair. Oh, yeah. And you go... I bet I can get them to pay for my haircut if oh, I have no. a story about Isn't this. Isn't that Come funny? Come on now. I know no, how you do. It was, li it was literally, I it, sure. Maybe about the yoga six, six here, months. I could do a story, you know, about how the, the new yoga craze, but I need to get into a yoga class. Definitely today, but I'm talking that was one of the very first stories I pitched in December 2015. I wasn't even thinking about. Before you learned that trick. Well, I think before I felt comfortable. December you know. 2015? 
Yeah. Or sorry, my bad. December <laughs> 2005, just oh. off by 10 years. Yeah. Oh, right. Back at the New York Post, back in your yeah, New York Post was, days. Yeah, it was just my first month and I was trying to, you know, pull lightning out of swamp puddles. So Pull lightning out of swamp puddles. As the saying goes. Yeah. Yeah. The other story, which I thought was really interesting, is that they are, the firefighters are shutting down the panic rooms because five kids died in a panic room in, I don't know, where it was it Poland or something. Oh, and that's, yeah, relatable to New York City, of course. Well, yeah, yeah but in, yeah, in New York, They're shutting specifically, down yeah, New they've York. shut down like five. Really? Yeah. Because someone died in Poland? I think so. Okay. Well, yeah. that's a well-researched and... Uh, well, I mean, I think that's, I think that's about like 97% accurate. Okay, I good. think if you told that story in passing... <laughs> New York City Crime Report, 97% <laughs> accurate. <laughs> About New York City crime, and back in January, you might recall a sleeping rider was stabbed in the head with a screwdriver. That's Again, you got to lock your door if you're going to sleep on the subway. Uh, a month before that, a police officer fended off five homeless men. It was a very amusing viral video. Uh, it's not really amusing that, uh, that a cop has to fight off five homeless guys, but it was an amusing video because... <laughs> These guys were really not up to the task, you know, of bum-rushing a cop. It, it looked like a comical sort of, almost like a silent film, you know, like uh, the, the cop's in a fighting stance, and uh, there's one guy, he kicks him, but he's just, it's kind of a defensive get-away-from-me kind of a kick, you know, because the guy's coming towards him, and the guy loses his balance and falls over, and it's just like, right. well, this is like a video game, you know, where people just fall over if you kind of touch them. One guy fell on the tracks. Of, uh, cosplay Three Stooges. Well, what happened uh, after that is that uh, none of them were charged, I think, uh, right at first, you know, because like... Um, that's the way it is here. Uh, I don't think, well, no harm, no foul. The cops can do, uh, look, you got to like give it up for the cops all the time here, all the time. You have to take their side because they're all, they're generally speaking going to be right, especially after Ferguson effect and all these other things. And speaking of Ferguson effect, I should mention tonight on Crime Report uh, on Compound Media is uh, my interview with Heather McDonald talking about her new book, The Diversity Delusion. So, Check that out if you can. But, you know, they have to back off so much. And there's there's this tendency to, like, not want to. You know, they're obviously enforcing the law. They're obviously, you know, protecting New Yorkers. You're talking about uh, the broken windows effect? When I say Ferguson effect? Well, the Ferguson oh, effect well, is I sort thought of you were, like, Sorry. Well, okay. no, no. That's a thing, too. No, you're very right. Yeah. Ferguson effect, just to, you know, remember Ferguson uh, yeah. in Missouri a few years ago. Riots and, and people uh, but are, just are, are sort of, they sort of think cops are are too quick to, you know, uh, get violent with, with people. Well, they are. So now they, I don't think they are. They certainly aren't. Well, okay, so for the, for the Ferguson effect, I know I've heard, I know I've heard you talk about how the hands up, don't shoot was a lie, a media myth, the same way. That's, I mean, I, 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 I could, right. And there's lots of, you know, facts that come, that, that, that are, that I don't want to, we don't have to dwell on facts here. Go ahead. Anyway, we're no, only ninety-seven no. percent accurate. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, but that doesn't mean that you know the shooting that went down just because hands up, don't shoot didn't happen doesn't mean that it wasn't. In Ferguson, a, you mean? Yeah, it doesn't no. mean it wasn't a problematic shooting. Well, no, it, it, that that single thing doesn't. But the fact that the attorney general came and did a complete, you know, going over of the entire case and determined that the whole thing was lawful. That, to me, meant that it was a good shooting. I mean, the guy was trying to grab his gun. It's not a, It's not as if it's even up for debate. I mean, Ferguson is like, it's a closed case. The, the, the officer was, was right to do that. 
That's I mean, like I mean, look it up. But I'm not I'm not trying to. No, I know. But but it is true. But and but your perception is very enlightening because I think it's the perception of a lot of people that like, well, some shit went down there. It wasn't all okay. Uh, but you know, Attorney General Eric Holder. If anybody was going to find anything wrong right, there, right. it was going to be him. So, but what we're talking about is unsafe places here in New York City. And I was just the Panic whole cop rooms. thing. Unsafe. Panic rooms are unsafe. Well, here's what I would do. If I was a psychopath, I would run an Airbnb or a you know fake Uber gypsy cab kind of thing. Oh yeah. And then abduct people, mm-hmm. and then be like, "What? It was a panic room. Okay, I'll shut it down." But I thought they were and put them in a panic room. I thought they were agreeing to be. Yeah, I think agreeing that we were in a panic. (laughs) Agreeing. I guess I guess it it wouldn't really work. I guess it would kind of just fall apart at the seams. Well, there's so many defenses you can come up with ahead of time. You know, it's a good idea to have that. The idea is to not get caught. That's why you kill the person you kidnap after you're done. You know, making them a sexual slave or something. I am fascinated by two famous uh, crime cases. One of them is the woman who was kept in the box for 23 hours a day. And the other one is the one that just happened where the Instagram dad uh, killed the pregnant wife and the two daughters and then shoved them in the pipes in San Diego. Instagram dad? Yeah, because his wife was like an Instagram star. And I think I think sold... I think sold Thrive, which might be like a multi-level marketing kind of health food deal. But yeah, she was on Instagram all the time, just super happy, perky. So their whole life mm. is documented. And, and she and he killed her. Yeah. And then he shoved her in the pipes? No, the kids. He killed the kids. He and didn't kill the woman. He killed the woman, too. Right. But she didn't go in the pipes, just the kids. Just the kids, I guess, because they were smaller. smaller. Right. The pipes yeah. are small. But you know what it made me think of is that um, when they, they got him to... They clog up a toilet, I'm pretty when sure, they got I mean, him they're to, big enough to do that. When they got... It is so fucked up. When they got him to confess... Where is this, anyway? I feel like it's San Diego. Okay. But I'm not e- I'm not even going to guarantee that with 97% accuracy, I'll be honest. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And this is 100% not New York, but... Uh, it's you know, not, but I just wanted to mention I it. Know. There's a documentary I, on yeah. YouTube. It's great. Oh, uh, yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Okay. So now, back to the subway. Uh, a man uh, was fatally shot at a subway station in Queens. Uh, it was first recorded murder on the system in six months. Wow. Long time no kill. That's great. 80s and... <laughs> Yeah, but the streak is broken now with that. Uh, by me saying that's great? No, oh. by this murder. Oh. With six months, and then boom, we had one. It was an MS-13 guy, you recall. That's like a half glass full, half yeah. glass MS-13. Nice okay, so uh, the writers uh, used to feel constant dread. Now, uh, you weren't here at that time. I wasn't here at that time, the 80s and 90s. But, you know, we we certainly saw the, the movies, you know. And it's, it's, it's the it, same thing if you saw the movies. Well, I mean, you know sort of that, uh, like, I wouldn't want to be there. You know, sometimes it's, it was just played comically. You know, people get, like, kind of, what do you call it, like, uh, nostalgic for these times, you know, when it was all gritty and shitty and, and dangerous and, and bad. Where you would, like, trip on heroin needles and then fall into like a, a hooker yeah. a pimp dog pile or something yeah. so there's a in 2018 there was one murder in 1990 and this is on the subway uh one one murder on the subway in 2018 okay well in 1990 25 oh excuse me 26 just went up one somehow 26 murders in 1990 1990 by the way the murder peak in the crime 
you know, times, the, the crime wave of the 80s and 90s. had a lot to do with crack. I thought you were going to say the crime times. Crime times, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Alternate uh, you title. Could, you could call it that. Uh, the writers are starting to feel a little less safe on the subway. According to the New York Times, it's a belief that's often reinforced by a flood of complaints, uh, and then they're doled out in real time on social media. I feel like New York Times has a way of always going, like, everybody's overreacting to all this crime. That's, the Post is going, oh, fuck. I consider the Post the paper a record. Right. But they tend to uh, sensationalize, or you might say, give it its appropriate attention. You know, I mean, it just depends like on your tragic perspective. Tot, child, slave, fire, rub, scream, Those fuck, he- Mary kill. They don't think they have fuck, Mary kill in their headlines, but they do have. You just have to know where to look. One that always kills me is when it's rape gal. Yeah, the ra- victim is rape gal. <laughs> rape gal. Yeah. <laughs> There was another shooting in, in, on, in a, on a Queens platform. A guy just got shot in the leg, not killed, but he was also not a gang member. If a gang member gets shot, nobody's. it's like you'd think, like, well, thank God it wasn't some lady with her groceries. However, you know, it, that's if gang people are getting shot, gang members are getting shot, they're having a, some kind of confrontation in the train, it spills it. There's, there's a much higher probability, obviously, of a, of a person who is carrying groceries, getting shot. Uh, now, uh, the, the violent incidents uh, that, that they have had uh, are, okay, transit crimes in Gee, 1990. Hold on, but these these uh, these statistics do kind of like, they're coming from the New York Times, so, you know, whatever. Designed to make you feel as if, the oh, York- shit, it's better than 1990. Right. Uh, 1990, there were 17,500 transit crimes Uh and there were 2,500 major crimes, seven per day, in 2018. So you go, well, that's down 15,000, but they're up 3.8% from last year. So that's up. That's going, it's, it's an up, as they call an uptick. Mm. Words like uptick often, you know. Or a dead giveaway that it's that some it's Illuminati bullshit. Some yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, uptick. <laughs> One of many code words used. Uh, uptick is... so cause, It's uh, a dog uh, whistle uh, is what it is. Because an uptick, there's an uptick in this. Then you go, oh, that sounds, you know, even though it's just an uptick. It also sounds it, like an Indian chieftain's name. Uh, <laughs> the transit police chief, that's uh, uh, Edward Del Torre. He said the rise in transit crime was mainly driven by thefts in Manhattan. So, uh, I, you know, uh, he, he also said in an interview that the number of crimes uh, is so small that one or two recidivist offenders can enter the system and throw the crime numbers out of whack. Yeah, I guess that's true. You get a lot of theft done, and with the crimes being, you know, relatively small, an uptick, you know, not that hard to do. However, you know, the, the, it, there's also the idea that, like, of over-report, not over-reporting, but, you know, the uh, a lot more reporting now that people do, right? Sure. When it comes to groping and shit like that, yeah. women are more likely to go to the police. Yeah. Uh, there's I an got uptake groped and at South by Southwest. No way. Well, just on my arm. By who? Some business guy. A business guy. It's yeah. a big business thing to go there, I guess. So what business guy groped you on the arm? Uh, I don't know. It was... It <laughs> I was... would like a name. <laughs> he looked. He looked like a Was it David Geffen. Yeah, he looked like a David Geffen. He, he gaily uh, groped you. 
No, he wasn't. He wasn't gay. It was because I was wearing my sexy, unwifeable jacket that has naked women on it. And then he grabbed. He thought that was a naked gra- woman. Yeah, yeah, and he grabbed my arm and he said, "Nice jacket." And that doesn't I, seem gay. No, it wasn't gay at all. Oh, it's like nice if naked I, lady on your jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sick. He, he was looking to smush, so <laughs> I pulled out a <laughs> looking to smush. Yeah. Hey. You pulled out a what I knife? Pulled out, I pulled out a withering stare that cut deeper than any knife. Oh, that you've got those in spades. <laughs> by the way, uh, a, a judge denied a request by TV actress Allison Mack for more time to negotiate a plea deal on the sex trafficking case against Upstate Group Annexium. You know this group, yeah. crazy sex cult. Leaders from uh, lawyers from Mack had asked federal judge uh, Garofalos to delay. That's Nicholas Garofalos to delay a trial uh, that's set to begin next month. Uh, prosecutors have accused her of recruiting uh, sex slaves, and the guy who for the guy who runs the thing—that's Keith uh, Rainier and his cult-like organization. I'm not so sure it's a cult. I'm sure it's a cult. I mean, it's been called a sex cult, but I mean, uh, they—it's like cult. It's being called cult-like here. It's a cult-like organization. I think you can. I think you can sue because there's a journalist I know who was involved in some lawsuit for calling something a cult. I think that's one of those actionable words. Oh, I see. Like if you called me like a... You a know. cult leader? Yeah, if you call me a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you impugn a woman's chastity, that's also, you can... I hereby impugn your chastity. <laughs> right, exactly. I, you, I heard you got groped. And uh, and uh, this the Subway's leader, by the way, and I know that I'm all over the topics today, uh, Andy Byford said in a statement, I want people to know that despite the, this uh, this beyond horrifying incident, they're talking about this uh, shooting, which is under investigation, the Subway is remarkably safe, both generally as a public space, as well as relative to other modes of transport, such as driving. I thought that was an interesting uh, way of sort of, you know... Making it a you know a, a positive comparison, you know, because like it, driving is dangerous. Driving a car in the city very unsafe. You know, as it happens, say, like a lot of times you're driving in Midtown, right? And yeah, I know you've, and you, you, get you, shot. you look you look over and there's a guy jerking off next to you in the car. Like you see that? That happens all the time. No, these guys will just there'll be a guy sleeping. The subway's gotten really weird. And, and I had a guy. I had gross. a guy sitting down next to me at Star Trek the movie and start jerking off next to me. And I got up and I moved. Less to do with you, more to do with him being a fan, I think. That is a super fan. You know, recidivism is such a euf- euphemism. It's a cult. Well, think about it, though. Recidivism, you could be, if you're a murderer and you do it again, doesn't that mean that's also... That's recidivism. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I would, so instead of ever saying I was a murderer, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I had, I'm a recidivist. Another and people would that. think that I was like a strict... Hebrew right. or yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Uh, well, I mean, I just want everyone to know we're not trying to associate Jews with crime. Uh, Look, uh, uh, like, uh, I try not to travel at night. One woman says, now, do you try to avoid the subway at night now? Oh, wait. Are you asking me? I'm asking you, yeah. And I'm also curious about uh, other uh, people. If you, have an, if you have an idea about that, why don't you just uh, send it to patdixonnyc at gmail.com. Uh, or and include through, your picture. I don't care about your picture, but uh, you can also write through crimereport.nyc, and that's where you get your back episodes. Crimereport.nyc, running out of time. Hope you've enjoyed your commute. Uh, the uh, 
I also wanted to go over some school crime numbers because you know we're these it, the whole idea was to talk about some places that are unsafe. Where yeah. are you unsafe? You said panic rooms. Fine, that got us off on a tangent. Panic rooms, uh, but also also I do feel less safe in Chelsea than I used to. Oh sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, it's grittier, it's grungier, it's nastier. And I'll tell you something else. These I've guys who want nicotine are up fucking early in the morning. I, I walked uh, down to get a New York Post today, right. and a guy, the guy walks past. I mean, like, this is, there's nobody on the street. I've seen three people, right? And this guy goes, man, please, please tell me you got one to sell me, you know, because I'm smoking. I'm like, I'm not a cigarette salesman, you know? Do I look like Eric Garner to you? I'm not selling Lucy's out here, untaxed cigarettes. You think I'm going to break the law and risk my life? No, they're just saying it in that way, hoping you'll give them one. I know that, mm. but they're offering to buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would like, just sure. give it because that would scare me if I was out alone. But of I course. mean, I guess if I was a man like you, then I would not be scared. Oh, I, I just tell them like, hey, you know what? I don't have one, but I know who does. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, we'll have more details tomorrow on this rape claim by uh, a woman who accuses this uh, ex-Nick, he's now with the Dallas Mavericks, of rape. He just injured his knee that night, for crying out loud. I mean, he had just hours ago had a season-ending injury. And, uh, I guess the, uh, he's fucking, let me tell you something, 7-3. That's pretty big. That's pretty big rape. Uh, but uh, he denies it unequivocally. Unequivocally. Interesting. You, that was so wrong. You added like five different extra syllables. I don't know that. how to say it at all. Unequivocally. Is that right? I think you need to add an ugly and ibly like well, you just did. You know, like, like, yeah, Mike, I'm Michael Eric Dyson now. Right? <laughs> Makes everything rhyme. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, uh, news whore Mandy Stabmiller on wifebullbook.com. Thanks for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>